I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Shooting in Northwest D.C., the police chief calling the child an unintended target. Hospital emergency rooms facing a surge of patients with respiratory and other illnesses. I'm Dick Iuliano. Looks like the flu may be to blame for hundreds of kids being out sick at a local school system. This is Kyle Cooper. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A teacher and a 16-year-old student were killed, several others injured Monday morning at a shooting at a high school in St. Louis. CBS's Naomi Ruckham with details. Authorities say the gunman, a 19-year-old who graduated last year, had no prior criminal history. Officers engaged him 12 minutes after the active shooter call came in. Everyone who survived here is going to take home trauma. Even the officers who responded here, the firefighters. Police Chief Michael Sachs said the doors to the school were locked, but didn't say how the gunman got inside. Police shot and killed the gunman. A new report says the pandemic caused a historic setback in test scores among American students. Reading scores were the lowest they've been in 30 years, says CBS's Nikki Batiste. The results were sobering. Peggy Carr, the commissioner of the National Center for Education Statistics, says while schools should focus on boosting math scores, parents can help their children make up lost ground simply by reading together. Heavy rain and thunderstorms from Texas to Missouri. Some of those storms could be severe in Texas on Tuesday, says CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. The big cities of Dallas and the Metroplex, Austin and Houston, as well as San Antonio, all likely to see some sort of severe weather with wind being the largest threat. Reports of voter intimidation, including people watching ballot boxes and recording voters dropping off ballots in Arizona. CBS's Mark Strassman says some of the watchers are reportedly armed. Armed vigilantes dressed in tactical gear patrol ballot drop boxes near Phoenix. Disruptive, even intimidating. Multiple voters have filed formal complaints. A lasting honor for a long-serving White House employee. The latest elm tree planted on the South Lawn could be here for the next 200 years. So, Dale, they're going to be looking at this tree and asking, <laughs> who's Dale? Dale is Dale Haney, superintendent of the grounds, caring for all the trees, shrubs, flowers, and lawns on the White House campus. He's also the keeper of the president's pets. Commander wanted to be here, but he voted not to let <laughs> Haney has served here for 50 years under 10 presidents. President Dr. Biden surprised him by dedicating the new elm tree to Haney. Yeah, this is an honor. Thank you. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Florida governor and prospective presidential candidate Ron DeSantis has refused to commit to serving a full four-year term if he's re-elected. He was pressed on the question by his Democratic opponent Charlie Crist at their only scheduled debate. And Rishi Sunak has become Britain's new prime minister after securing the support of a majority of conservative party members of parliament. He's the third prime minister the country has had this year. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Del Walters. The top local stories we're following for you at this hour are a shooting in northwest D.C. last night that's injured two men and a four-year-old boy. Police say gunfire broke out just before 6.30 at 1st and Kennedy Streets. Police say two men who were hit 
got into a car and drove, drove around to Missouri Avenue. Police Chief Robert Conti saying one of the injured was firing a gun. We've looked at some video. Uh, one of the injured persons in this uh, who was injured by gunfire was actually uh, in one of the people who were firing a firearm. That person will be placed under arrest. Conti saying the four-year-old was brought to the children's hospital by a family member. Mayor Muriel Bowser saying the boy's injuries are non-life-threatening. We think that the, the injury is relatively minor, but that's hard to say with a four-year-old in a gunshot wound. Police say they don't believe the four-year-old is at all related to the other men who were hit by gunfire fire tonight. Well, the region is being hit with several serious respiratory diseases all at once, including COVID and the flu. Now, Inova, activating its emergency operations plan, says it is seeing a surge of patients, including children. Dr. Rick Place, medical director of Inova's pediatric emergency department, says doctors and nurses in Northern Virginia are facing the same crunch as those at other hospitals nationwide. Overwhelmed is the word that comes to mind, but we're not ready to wave the white flag. Dr. Place says hospitals are being stressed by, among other things, pediatricians' offices unable to see all the patients for which parents are seeking care. It's not that they're all overwhelmingly sick. They just don't have the capacity to take care of the kids. Same thing with urgent cares. And so this is really a capacity issue. What's ahead may be further strains. The Virginia Health Department is warning of early signs this year's flu season may be worse than it was in recent years. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Meanwhile, more than a thousand students out sick at Stafford High School last week. The local health department is confirming that some of those students have tested positive for the flu. A statement from the school system says Monday about 670 students were out sick, many with gastrointestinal issues. The high school will remain open but has undergone a thorough cleaning and those deep cleanings will continue for a while. Also, sports practices and after school activities will be allowed to resume Tuesday. However, games against other schools are are canceled through Tuesday. Students who have missed assignments will be given time to make up that work. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. 105, you've long known about the internet. Now the region is getting what is called the MesoNet. It is a system that will help you bring more accurate weather forecasts. When it's up and running next fall, the Maryland MesoNet will collect readings statewide from what will eventually be a network of 75 towers. The regional forecast is going to get better because there is more data and better quality data. Smart Nagam chairs atmospheric and oceanic science here at the University of Maryland College Park. Let's say it detects an extreme event coming from one end of the network. It can alert the downstream counties that a system is coming. And soil readings will alert about potential flooding. Christy King, WTOP News. And Metro plans to open two hours early for this year's Marine Corps Marathon. Trains will start running at about 5 a.m. on Sunday. Shuttle buses running between six blue and yellow line stations that have been closed for construction will also begin running at 5. This is the 47th annual Marine Corps Marathon. It will be in person for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic. Your Tuesday morning forecast is straight ahead. Stay with us. Once upon a time, our family had trouble with pests around our home. Did you know that stinging insects send tons of people to the hospital? And teeny ticks and mosquitoes can be all around the yard. Their bites can make people and their pets sick. Mice, rats, and roaches need food and water just like us. You do not want them to visit. They can spread disease and make it hard to breathe. I'm sure glad this story has a happy ending. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. And still ahead, what do you do while you're waiting on the courts to decide what happens next with the Student Loan Debt Relief Program? Remember the last time your family visited the forest? It's a place of wonder and imagination. 
for the whole family, where stories come to life. And it's closer than you think. Ready to plan your next visit? Make the forest part of your story today at a local park near you. Or find one at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez is standing by in the traffic center. As always, thank you, Dell. If you're headed on 66, got an awful lot of work zones inside the Beltway as well. If you're headed eastbound, just before getting over towards the Roslyn Tunnel, uh, just past exit 72, looks like they got a work zone out there as well. Just a single lane getting by headed uh, eastbound towards the district. Just watch out for them. Just a single left lane getting it by there. If you're headed westbound on 66 between Route 7 and the Beltway, single left lane gets you by. And if you're coming from the outer loop of the Beltway, outer loop ramp to 66 westbound is closed. You cannot head westbound on 66 from south, southbound 495. You're going to have to find an alternate route. My suggestion, go ahead and take exit, uh, the exit for Route 7, head eastbound towards uh, 66 there, and jump on westbound there. Eastbound 66 from 28 over towards 50. Single lane gets you by along that entire stretch. Uh, slight volume delay, but nothing too serious. I-95 between Courthouse Road and the Centerport Parkway. Uh, you've got just a single lane getting by right now in either direction. Northbound, you've got the left lane getting by. Southbound, the right lane gets by. And of course, VDOT uh, has been uh, temporarily stopping traffic for approximately 30 minutes at a time. I uh, only saw them do it once for a brief moment, but uh, they do say that until 3 a.m. that uh, stoppage is possible. Northbound towards Springfield, completely up to speed. No issues on 395 other than the work zone headed southbound. It's going to be just past Duke Street and Little River Turnpike. Single left lane gets you by there. We already had an accident scene amongst that work zone, so do be ready to move over. Keep your eyes up for any of these work zones. Remember, just be extra careful, always. I-90, uh, or rather, uh, 201, Kenilworth Avenue, headed up northbound past Route 50. Two left lanes are blocked for the work zone there. Stay to the right. Eastbound 50, coming off of New York Avenue onto John Hanson Highway. Uh, looks like the left lane is blocked there as you make your way past the BW Parkway and 201. A uh, new incident on 704, Martin Luther King Jr. Highway headed westbound towards the Beltway. Looks like two lanes are currently blocked headed westbound. That's both lanes. So both lanes are closed right now, headed westbound. Follow police direction as necessary to get around that one. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Carlos, thank you. Now you're back to work forecast. Here's NBC4's Doug Camera. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for you and tracking <coughs> some mild weather. Let's call it warm for this time of year. Average high temperatures around 67. And I'm going temperatures in the 70s in the city on Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll see plenty of cloud cover early on our Tuesday morning and uh, expect to see the chance for some fog and maybe even some mist along and east of I-95 early in the day. But then clearing skies somewhat I-95 to the west. Now, to the east of I-95, you'll have more clouds and you'll stay slightly cooler. But again, highs upper 60s to low 70s. Wednesday, a high temperature of 73 degrees with partly to mostly cloudy skies. Good chance of showers during the afternoon, but nothing too strong. On Thursday and Friday, cooler temperatures move back in. High temperatures in the upper 60s, mid to upper 60s on Thursday. Upper 50s to low 60s on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 58 degrees, Doug, in Kettering. It's also 58 in Fairfax and 59 degrees outside our studios in Friendship Heights. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on your Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 111. This is WTOP News. 
We are all waiting to see whether President Biden's federal student loan debt relief program gets the all clear this week. Justice Department announcing it opposes an appeals court pause in the program, writing a lower court was right in dismissing that lawsuit from a group of state attorneys general. In the meantime, the White House saying borrowers should continue to file their applications. Consumer man Herb Weisbaum joined WTOP's Dimitri Sotis to explain. Now, this is just one of a number of legal challenges to Biden's debt relief plan. So even if this case is settled in the administration's favor, that program could still be stopped by these other lawsuits. For those who may qualify, does it make sense to go ahead and file your application? Well, the White House is encouraging borrowers to do that. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said the court order does not prevent borrowers from applying for relief or stop the Department of Education from reviewing those applications. In her statement, she said, quote, we encourage eligible borrowers to join the nearly 22 million Americans whose information the Department of Education already has. Remember, if the debt relief program withstands the court challenges, applications will be processed based on when they were submitted. And the goal is to get that forgiveness, if it's available, before student loan payments resume in January. The application is on the Department of Education's website, studentaid.gov, and it takes about five minutes to fill out. Is there anything else that student loan borrowers should be doing right now, Herb? I think so. You need to assume you may not get your debt canceled and prepare for the worst, meaning you'll need to start making loan payments in January. Update your information with the Department of Education and your loan servicer. It's been more than two years, Dimitri, since most borrowers made a payment. Loan servicers have gone out of business, or you may have moved or changed financial institutions. Make sure your contact information is up to date with your servicer and on studentaid.gov. By signing up for alerts, you'll know what's happening. The Department of Education will send you updates both by email and text messages, so make sure you sign up to receive alerts. By the way, if you signed up for auto pay in the past and still want it, make sure that information is up to date. Finally, Herb, what if you can't afford to make payments? You know that right now, and you're kind of panicking. In that case, consider enrolling in an income-driven repayment program that readjusts the monthly payment to a percentage of your income. According to the National Consumer Law Center, some borrowers may find that their income is low enough that they have a $0 monthly payment. The nice thing about income-driven repayment plans is that even if your income fluctuates, you can get to cancellation at 20 or 25 years of repayment. Even if you've already enrolled in an income-driven repayment plan, you must recertify your income each year to remain in the program. And if you got married or had a child during the pause, ask for your payment to be recalculated. And that is consumer man Herb Weisbaum with Checkbook.org. You can read more at WTOP.com. Search loans. Sports is next on T.O.P. Stay with us. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds, from 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Diamonds Direct. 
The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And at 115, here's Rob Woodford. The Capitals opened their four-game road trip with an impressive 6-3 victory in New Jersey that snapped the Devils' three-game win streak. The Caps went four for four on the penalty kills, scored their first shorty and a goal of the season, and had a four-goal second period to break it open, Coach Peter Laviolette. It's a 1-1 game. I thought guys did a really good job, especially teams for me. It was a big part of that middle frame, the, the penalty kill, the shorthanded goal, the power play. It kind of changed the game a little bit. And then, you know, Jen scores right after that as well. So some really good stuff. In a Monday night football upset, the Chicago Bears went into New England and beat the Patriots 33-14 keeping Bill Belichick tied with George Papa Bear Hallis for the second most coaching wins in league history. It was just two weeks ago we were eulogizing the Washington Commanders' 2022 season, and now at 3-4, and four, this team is, dare I say, just a half game out of the... Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? All right, maybe we don't go that far, Ron Rivera, but why the sudden improvement? I think as our guys get more and more experience and more and more playing time, if you look at how we're built right now and you look at how young the roster is compared to how it was our first year and even last year, you'll see we have a lot more guys that are from the last three drafts, and now it's just a matter of them maturing as football players. The quarterback matchup Sunday in Indianapolis is Taylor Heineke, opposed by Sam Ellinger, who the Colts announces their starter the rest of the season after demoting Matt Ryan all the way down to third string due to injury and or performance. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. St. Louis police say an armed former student breaking into a performing arts school this morning, killing a woman and teenage girl Monday morning. Six others wounded before the gunman was shot and killed in gunfire with police. They don't have a current motive. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas right now blocking a Georgia grand jury subpoena temporarily. That subpoena demanding testimony from South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. Fulton County Grand Jury investigating a possible criminal interference in the 2020 election by former President Donald Trump and his allies, including Graham. Rishi Sunak will be Britain's third prime minister this year. He is the former Treasury boss. He's also of Indian descent and will be the UK's first leader of color. Stay with WTOP for more on all these stories coming up in just minutes. WTOP News Time, 118. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. For that, we go to Carlos Ramirez now in the traffic center. Thanks, Dell. Hearing about the accident seen on the westbound side of 704 Martin Luther King Jr. Highway just after Woodfield Chapel Road. Looks like all lanes are blocked headed westbound. Follow police direction as needed through that area. Looks like it may be an accident scene involving a vehicle fire. Seeing a lot of smoke through that area. Watch out for the response. If you're heading on the outer loop of the Beltway, things are relatively quiet past I-95. Southbound side of I-270 is up to speed. However, watch out for the work crew after I-70. They're along the right-hand side of the roadway on your approach towards 85 Buckystown Pike. Of course, because of that, you also have the ramp closed. You cannot access 85 from southbound to 70. My suggestion, head over, uh, continue eastbound on I-70 and head southbound on 355.
five. It's going to be your best bet. Outer Loop of the Beltway after River Road across the American Legion Bridge. The work zone blocks three lanes on the right-hand side. That means you only have a single left lane getting by the work crew across the American Legion Bridge all the way down towards the Dulles Toll Road. Past Route 7, the work crew is along the right-hand side of the roadway, and that work crew blocks off the ramp. That helps you access 66 westbound. Outer loop of the Beltway, southbound 495, cannot access 66 west. 66 westbound between Route 7 and the Beltway. Single left lane gets you by there, a little slow. Then after the after 123, you've got a single lane getting you by, and that single lane will take you all the way out towards 28. Similar story on the eastbound side between 28 and 50. Single lane gets you by. I-95 in both directions between Courthouse Road and Centerport Parkway. Just a single lane getting by. Uh, the southbound, it's the right lane. Northbound, it's the left lane that gets by. VDOT says they will be stopping traffic temporarily throughout the night for approximately 30 minutes. Looks like they may have traffic stopped here headed southbound. I don't see them stopped northbound, though. So regardless, follow police direction. And Route 1 is an option if you want to avoid this altogether. Together, looking pretty good, not seeing too many delays on Route 1. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Carlos, thank you. Right now, here's NBC4's Doug Cameron. We've seen a lot of cloud cover across our area, and that's going to continue right into the early part of our Tuesday as well. So stepping out the front door, you may need the jacket, although it won't be all that cold. As a matter of fact, it'll be fairly mild for this time of year as you make our way through the afternoon. High temperatures in the upper 60s to low 70s. The warmer areas will be west of I-95. It'll stay cooler again along the eastern portion of, uh, of I-95 in the area because of the fact we'll have some clouds again. But I do expect more sunshine from I-95 westward. Now, on Wednesday, more clouds again. We'll have a good chance for some shower activity, but high temperatures on the mild side. High temperature in the low 70s. I'm going 73 as a cold front moves through. Behind that cold front, we get into the mid-60s on Thursday. Friday, we're in the upper 50s to low 60s, but plenty of sunshine both Thursday and Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 59 degrees in East Riverdale. It is 60 degrees downtown at Reagan National, brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And still ahead, the leaves are falling, but what happens next? It's 121. Olivia from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 122. Data is at the core of your mission. It's the fundamental building block of every process, procedure, and protocol across your agency. And when it's exposed, lost, or stolen, your mission is at risk. In today's world, when your data can be accessed from anywhere, shouldn't your security be everywhere? Learn how Netscope helps federal customers keep data secure from the data center to the battlefield, on-prem or in the cloud, at Netscope.com. Netscope, security that's ready for anything. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests.
There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. 123. This is WTOP News. With Halloween a week away, D.C. is about to start leaf collection season, but there's more than leaves that need to be cleaned up. November 7th is the start of leaf collection season in D.C. You can rake them into the leaf box in front of your house. If you miss that pickup, you can bag them in paper bags, call 311 and schedule an appointment for a special pickup. As for pumpkins, you got to take action the weekend after Halloween. Undecorated and unpainted pumpkins and gourds can be dropped off at designated farmers markets in all eight district wards. Mike Carter is the head of D.C.'s Department of Public Works. The pumpkins will be taken to a local composting site where they will be turned into compost. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. America's latest recycling report card showing a failing grade, a Greenpeace study finding paper, cardboard, metals, all recycled at a high rate, but plastic continues to be trash. U.S. households generated about 51 million tons of plastic waste last year. Just 2.4 million tons were recycled. That's only about 5%. Plastics are just really difficult to recycle, and that's why these numbers are so low. The difficulties range from basic economics to contamination. The plastics industry is advocating chemical recycling to reuse material. We bring in used plastic, we vaporize it, and we have a phase change separation from all the fillers and dyes and inks. Greenpeace argues the technology is unproven. And that is CBS News correspondent Elise Preston greeted me saying single-use plastics continue to be the main problem. Switching to refillable containers is one way the consumer can make a real effect. Halloween is just around the corner, and because of that, you may be making costume wishes come true for your kids. Here's something to consider as you buy. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. It will be dark when trick-or-treating, so even monsters who normally lurk in the shadows need to be bright and reflective. Also, look for flame-resistant costumes. Yes, masks are cool, I'll agree with you there, but they're also hard to see in, so opt for makeup and hats instead. And on the makeup front, make sure that the color additives in the makeup are FDA-approved and test the makeup now, first on a small area of your kid's arm to see if they have an allergic reaction. If they do, don't use it. Finally, don't use colored contacts unless an eye care professional gave them to you. Happy trick-or-treating, Mike Marillo, W. WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Are you saving enough for your retirement? Well, two-thirds of American workers say they're falling behind. And inflation is getting the blame. A new survey from Bankrate.com shows only about a third of the nation's earners feel their savings are on track or maybe ahead of where they need to be. One quarter of workers say they contributed nothing at all to savings last year. Remember during the pandemic lockdowns when a lot of doctors' visits were on Zoom? Well, Cerebral, that's a Bay Area telehealth company that launched two years ago during the height of the pandemic, now cutting a fifth of its staff because of a slump in users. Well, it took long enough, but Yum! Brand's finally selling all its KFC restaurants in Russia to one of its local franchisees. That means Yum! Brand's will have no presence in Russia. No KFCs, no Pizza Huts, no Taco Bells. And Butterball announcing its famous Thanksgiving-centric Butterball Turkey Talk Line, helping home cooks for 41 years, will officially open its call lines next Monday. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. And coming up after traffic and weather, we're learning more about the nation's latest school shooting, this one in St. Louis. It's 127. I'd like to see the doctor for a few. 
Here are three good reasons to rent a Peloton bike or Bike Plus. That's right, rent. One, just one low monthly fee gives you access to thousands of classes. Two, pay month to month with zero commitment. Three, it's easier to stick to a fitness routine when you enjoy it. No wonder our research in March 2022 found that 70% of Peloton members work out more than they did before joining. Learn more about renting at OnePeloton.com. Peloton, motivation that moves you. Only available within the eligible delivery radius. Terms apply.